Welcome to the Muskegon History and Beyond podcast from the Lakeshore Museum Center. My name is Pat Horn, and I will be your host today as I talk you through the history of a lesser-known Civil War statue in Muskegon, that of Civil War Brigadier General Philip Kearney, Jr. The history of this statue and its placement in Muskegon is interesting. To begin with, Philip Kearney had no ties to Muskegon. He had never been here, wasn't related to anyone here, and most likely didn't even know about Muskegon. The only real solid tie I could find to Kearney and Muskegon was that a Major A.T. McReynolds, who lived in Muskegon after the Civil War, had served with Kearney during the Mexican-American War. It seems that Kearney's tie to Muskegon came from rather nothing personal but the fact that Kearney was a well-known fighter and leader before and during the Civil War. Philip Kearney was born on June 1, 1914 in New York. As a young boy, both his parents passed away and he was raised by his wealthy uncle. Kearney enjoyed horseback riding as a kid, which later in his life led him to join the army to be in the cavalry. As a young man, Kearney was selected to go to France to watch and learn from the famous French chevaliers, and he saw action with them in Algeria. Kearney was known to ride into battle with a sword in one hand, pistol in the other, and the reins of his horse gripped between his teeth. Later when the United States and Mexico went to war, Kearney raised his own unit to fight. Eventually, through his reputation and skill, his unit was selected to be the bodyguard unit for General Winfred Scott. It was in this war with Mexico that Kearney received a grapeshot wound from a cannon in his left arm, which had to be amputated. Despite this wound, Kearney would return to the army when the Civil War began and was quickly promoted to Major General due to his experience and talent. Kearney, though, would meet his end in this war on September 1, 1862, at the Battle of Chantilly when he went to inspect a gap in the Union line and met Confederate skirmishers who fired upon him, killing him. His body, after being searched and then recognized, was returned to Union forces to be buried with proper honors. He would be buried at the cemetery in Trinity Church in New York before his body was moved in 1912 to be buried at Arlington Cemetery in Washington, D.C. During his time in the military, Kearney had earned several nicknames, including being called the Magnificent and the Brave. General Winfred Scott said that Kearney was a perfect soldier and the bravest man he knew. It was these virtues that might have inspired Muskegon's Civil War veterans to honor Kearney. On July 25, 1879, a Grand Army of the Republic, or GAR post, was chartered in Muskegon. This organization was much like the VFW today, in organization, operation, and purpose, but was initially only for those who had fought in the Civil War. When the post was chartered, they needed a name, and a local veteran, Sam Murray, proposed it take the name of Phil Kearney. It was also given the number 7, as it was the 7th post in the state. It was this post, named for Kearney, that would also be a reason why a Kearney statue is located in Muskegon. So how exactly did the statue come about? Well, on January 7, 1901, commander of the GAR post, Louis Kantz, opened and read a letter from Charles Hackley addressed to the post. Quote, Dear Sir, as a slight token of the friendship and esteem I hold towards the officers and members of your organization, most of whom I have personally known for many years, I desire to present to the post a bronze statue of that distinguished and gallant officer and soldier, Major General Phil Kearney, and to erect the same upon suitable pedestal on such site within our city as the post may select and designate. If this offer shall be acceptable, I shall be pleased to arrange through a committee to be appointed by the post for giving effect as soon as practicable. I desire to take this occasion to say that I am greatly indebted to one of your members, Mr. Henry D. Baker, for the opportunity and for valuable service rendered 
in making it possible for me to procure this statue. End quote. After the letter was read, the offer, of course, was accepted. Now the question was where to place the new statue. The location that was chosen was a small triangular plot of land located where Terrace and Peck streets join, just south of Apple Avenue and the current courthouse. This lot already contained a beautiful zinc and iron fountain known as the Peck Street Fountain. On an interesting side note, which trust me will come around full circle, this fountain was given to the city by the Soldiers and Sailors Monument Association whose original goal was to raise money and build a monument to Civil War veterans. After raising some money, it was learned that Charles Hackley had plans for a large Soldiers and Sailors monument in Hackley Park. So the organization saved the money they had raised until 1895 when they decided to build a fountain in the plot of land that they owned. This organization was led by Miss Lewis Kantz, wife of the GAR post leader and the man who led the Kearney statue project. And there we have it, now we've come full circle. Once the location was set, the statue had to be acquired. From the letter sent by Hackley, it seems he already had a statue in mind, or one secured given the time it took from the letter being read to the statue's unveiling four months later. The statue that was installed of Kearney was one of four casts of a statue located in Washington, D.C. in the Capitol building. The original was made in 1873 and was designed by Henry Kirk Brown. The granite base for the statue was designed and carved by Joseph Carabelli, who had also done work on the statues in Hackley Park. The statue shows a proudly standing Kearney dressed in his military uniform, with a cloak covering his left shoulder and side, hiding his missing arm. His right hand rests on the top of his sword, which is pointed into the base of the statue. The granite pedestal has his last name carved into it. The statue would officially be dedicated on May 30, 1901, at that small park which would, from then on, bear the name Kearney Memorial Park. For the Memorial Day holiday, the GAR decorated the graves of veterans, and bands marched in the streets and played, as was typical of a Memorial Day celebration. But this time the parade route ended at the park, where Louis Kantz gave a dedication speech of the new 800-pound bronze statue with its 8-ton base. Sometime later, a Civil War cannon was added to the park with some cannonballs stacked near it, but this display was removed during World War II for scrap metal drives like the cannons that had once graced Hackley Park. Since that time, the statue has stood there, with some restoration work being done in the 1990s and it being added to the annual statue cleaning work done in partnership between the museum and the city. A few years ago, the fountain in the park received a full restoration and cleaning by the McKay Lodge Art Conservatory Laboratory in Ohio to return it to its working condition and to make it look like it would have when the statue was first dedicated in 1901. So next time you're driving around town, take a short detour to check out this neat slice of history in Muskegon. 